all tea, no shade. Um, Tony L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to click it. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Um, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one tray. Um, it's all tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? <laughs> welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving the tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. Uh. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip sesh. Sippers. Y'all hear this that sounds extra familiar. OG3. Sippers, we have the original third party co-host. co-host toe to the knee joining the podcast yes sir welcome welcome back sir it's been a long time man feels good all right feels good. Feels good. hey feels well i mean i'm excited to see you you little light-skinned self ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just tony's birthday well let's get into that yes. with your week how's y'all week's been yeah how was your week tony sorry man, off, man. Week was your week? i know yeah, your yeah, your birthday week, you always turn up. Tony yeah, has I, the best birthday parties. Yeah, I have to. And then, you know, my I son have to. his uh, first homecoming, so that was pretty exciting. Too. Yes. Real He's grown win? so big. Did they win the game? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. But he's JV. He's JV football. He's on the Man, I used to love playing JV. I only played JV football for one year. My eighth grade year, I played JV football. Right. But the next year, all the beats, I'm right. going to play straight varsity, yeah. so... I missed yeah, the high school. I got moved to Boston my, my sophomore year. So we didn't have. Oh, so we just gonna brag about what we did in high school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, li- I like this. I like this yeah. subtle brag that just started happening between the two of y'all. Yeah, I was in JV for like two seconds. You know, oh. they went ahead and pushed me up to varsity when I was like ten months old. How like, was how was the uh, debate varsity team in high school? I was great. You knew I was on it, so <laughs> you can kiss my ass. Were you on it for real, yes, I was. Uh, see, I was, joking. I was joking. How did we go? It was good. It was. Why was it good? It was it was a new week, right? But I ain't do I ain't do shit, y'all. I am so boring. (laughs) I'm so boring. Well, you know, like Mm. you move to a new city, it's that adjustment, you know. And so, well, you can kiss my entire self. Uh Um, But yeah, (laughs) I was gonna curse, but I'm trying to I'm trying to pull back from the cusses. I'll be back on that again. Yeah, you know, I'm back to the OG. I guess 2020 is about, about to be on it. So, you know, new, goal, new goals. New goals. Uh, new goals. My week's been good. Thanks for asking. Though. Thanks for I asking, wasn't. Tony. I appreciate it. I wasn't. You know, my week was good. I worked out four days this week. Oh, yes. Which is dope. a blessing because I have been struggling in 2019. That's a rough one. Man, I got to get back in the gym. I ain't been oh, in the gym since last time on this show. Dad bod. <laughs> Palm body. 2018. Boy, body. Yeah, so it was good. Fall is here. And, you know, it's feeling amazing in the morning time and the evening time. Have y'all felt the adjustment yet? It, I have. I in it. the morning, it's just beautiful. Like, it my, does make yeah. it makes me not want to go to work. I have. I've been having allergies, though. Oh, yeah. My allergies have been kicked in. It's a good little switch. But, yeah, it feels good. I, I got back into jogging this week. It's been a good week. Sometimes a change in the environment can really enlighten you or inspire you to to get back into a goal. So we only got three months left in a year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to like end 2019. Last like, quarter. Is positive. Isn't it weird the older you get is the quicker time flies? Right. Like I remember when I was a teen and summer used to last for freaking ever. It seemed like it, right? Oh my. Like, like, yes. <laughs> like summer for used real. to last like six years. Like the school year used to last yeah. forever. I used to hate, I used to hate <laughs> going back to school though. Like it was, it would be right. so long before you would get to Christmas again or your birthday again. Like it would just be so long. Right. And now I feel like I blink, it's my birthday again. Yeah, I blink. Ooh, well, there you go. <laughs> the first of the month. Yeah, like, oh, it's the first month the already? Damn. <laughs> oh, need I need some time. I didn't tell you. I want, you know, Facebook has that dating app, right? Uh-oh. The Facebook dating app. You did not. I, I, went, on, I went on my first <laughs> Facebook dating app. Ew, gross. Tell me everything. I don't know. It's my natural reaction. It's just just like go Bum- with it. It's like Bumble and Tinder, everything else, even though I uninstalled all those. But... It actually went really, really good. Wait, how? Wait, no. I need you yeah. to back up. How did you? How does it work? Do you see pictures of them? Their yeah. Facebook oh, picture? Facebook dating app. Yeah. So basically, you, um, anyone that they give you suggestions, basically, yeah. and you can either like it or not like it. And if you like them and they like you, you get a match and you can just talk. Right. It's as simple. Through Messenger. No, it's actually a little, a whole entire separate 
uh, thing within the app. So okay. you don't have to, they don't have to have your Facebook information unless you give them that Facebook information. That's uh, weird. So you know yeah. they have a Facebook. You're seeing their Facebook pictures. Yeah, but it doesn't but mean you want them to be Facebook friends. That's true. You know what I mean? So these and, are new people in the city you're seeing. Yeah, so it's people right. that sometimes it's mutual people, right. mutual friends, but you won't match with any of your already Facebook friends. At okay, all, cool. unless they add you as a secret crush, and right. then you add them, and then you see that. Wait, they got crush. a secret crush p- secret component crush portion? Yeah. Right. I was going to just go in there to be nosy. Let me see who all in here trying to find some dates. <laughs> it's been a, it was interesting. You know what? You ain't shit. <laughs> it was I'm only one, I went on, only one on one. Right. And um, so it's been good so far. We've been, I was the we've date. Been you want me to show you a picture of him? I do. Uh-oh. It's a picture. I ain't going to be able to see if I'm going to show you a picture. Cause I, well, Emmy got to control the phone out, so I got to avoid... Emmett's phone at the moment. Discreet. <laughs> oh, she's cute. She's cute, right? Okay. Yeah. A little blazing. Uh-huh. So thirty six. Uh-huh. Let me see what happens. You know. So it's been it's been good. But I'm not Where'd gonna... you guys go on your first date? Tell us things. Downtown Don't try to Saint Pete. Rush me off this. Downtown St. Pete. <laughs> we right. To, uh, Miss Negro. La Vie. Oh, um, <laughs> 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 I know. I, you saw I turned my whole body. I said, "Let me, let me find out. Let it me find the, words." Um, a fa? I think a fa? Fo? Fo. Mm-hmm. So, she's Blasian, right? She's Black Asian. No, actually, she looks she's like Blasian? it, but she's actually half um, Sicilian and half Black. Oh wow! I never heard that Blasian. You never heard of Blasian? Black Asian? I never heard of Blasian. I got some Blasian friends though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, Facebook dating apps. Try it out. Don't be She's scared cute. Of I it. hope that works out for you. Yeah, me too. It's adorbs. Adorbs. Uh, What's wrong with adorbs? Nothing. Oh. I was like, that's good. Adorbs is good. Super size dating gone for you in 2019. Trash. It's not been the greatest experience for me in 2019. Uh, oh, you could actually. Nah, I was nah. booed up for a you minute. You booed up for yeah. a little while. I was about to say <laughs> so. Was but... booed up. Her, her text messages start changing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, short and shit. First of all, Tony ain't shit because that's literally that's literally what he texts me. That's a nigga. She don't respond no more. Well, she never respond anyway. But it was a short message. <laughs> Whatever, y'all can kiss my ass. Ooh, you see, y'all got me cussing. I ain't trying to cuss. Short lived. All right, what's the listener shout out to this week? Listener shout out actually going to go out to all the sippers who have listened to us in 2019. As y'all know, last episode we mentioned that we. This is our last episode of season two. It's a season season two. two. Mm-hmm. Season two. Um, so we just want to, you know, shout out to all the people who listen to us. We have people from all over the world who have, you know, you know, you never know who your reach is yeah. getting to, right? And so a couple of the countries that have listened to us for the last twelve months, uh, we have Canada, we have the United Kingdom, we have um, Australia, we have um, Dubai. We have so many people. I'm actually pulling up right now. Turkey, Germany, Japan, France, South Africa, Ecuador, Cambodia, Egypt, New Zealand, Switzerland, Pakistan, Russia. Russians are listening. I know. (laughs) But don't be don't be worried, guys. We're finishing up. This is the last episode of this season. We take a break in October, but we come back first thing in November. So it's just a one month break. Yeah, it's a one month break. But so thank y'all for for supporting all T No Shade. Right. We're gonna end this on a, this season on a positive note. That's why we wanted to bring back Mr. Our original <laughs> Toe to the Knee. Toe to the Knee. Are we doing who am I today? Absolutely. Oh, who am I? I used to spank. I used to spank Tony's That's ass. That's game I hate. I used to spank his <laughs> yeah, ass. Yeah, this is the game that you hate. Hey, yo, on my way over here, I'm like. Who's in the damn news today? <laughs> like, yeah. I gotta get this right. <laughs> Just know that I'm still good. Yeah. Still good. All right, yeah, All right, the back. Who Am I section. Okay. So for all our new zippers, um, Who Am I? I am going to give clues and hints to these two handsome gentlemen, and they have to guess who I'm talking about. Generally, it's somebody currently in pop culture news. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. So this. Don't be cheating, Tony. I see you looking at her phone. I'm looking at my phone. Rapper, singer, songwriter, uh-huh. record producer was born in Pennsylvania. That doesn't help me at all. Rapper, singer, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. He signed with Rostrum Records. Rostrum? Mm hmm. Never heard of him. He. 26. Like Jitty Bug. 26. Mm-hmm. Rapper, singer, producer. He was has been on the one hundred charts. 
Um, he had a pseudonym named Larry Fisherman. I have no clue who this is. At he all. was a rapper singer. Twenty six. Uh, born in Pennsylvania. He has since passed away. What? XXX. No. No, he's from here. Oh, is he? Is he from Florida? Miami area. I thought. I don't know. Passed away. Young. Twenty six. Passed away. He is. For a lot of people who don't necessarily, you've Nipsey heard his, Hustle. No. Oh, he's from Cali. I do yeah, love Cali, Nipsey. Yeah, that was Cali. a good one. That's a good guess. Um, he was also associated with somebody very famous like Nipsey Hussle. A rapper singer that died. How long ago he passed away? He passed away in, hmm. you know, these times be going, years be going by quick. 2018, last year. Oh, wow. In LA. What? Drug overdose. Wow. Mac Miller. Yes. 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 Mac Miller is back in the news, even wow. though he is and long. I'm still spanking toe to the knees ass. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> because they they're they're like going after everyone That's even nice. associated with his his accidental overdose. So what do you mean by going after everyone? So this is the third person that they've um, arrested associated with Mac Miller's overdose. So they're going oh. after like the the pipeline to him. My, uh, my only concern is like you. the only thing that I think of is when other people die, you don't you don't see them like with the same intensity going after like the people up the chain. You know what I mean? So, so they're going after the pipeline. So they're trying to check the criminal, not the criminal, the people who sold him the, the stuff. Yeah, so people who sold, who, anybody who was connected to selling it to him. So, so far, the guy that they just arrested, he was the one who actually, like, brought the drugs to him. Wow. Mm. But they've, they've already, this is the third person they've arrested. I mean, I get it. Like, you're going up the pipeline. I think that the my problem with this whole, like, new drug craze thing is everyone is like, okay... Now that there's so many Caucasians who are on drugs, it's no longer seen as like the crack epidemic where it was black people like yeah. being crazy. Now we need to be much more conscious of the fact that it's a disease and that we need to help these people, which I firmly believe in. But now we've humanized the addicts, right? Yeah. Um, and so now that we've humanized the addicts and we're like giving them, you know, certain degrees of um of favor, of grace, right? What happens when you have those same addicts who are the drug dealers? Well, like, what happens with them? They're they're doing it. To, mm. You, if in one word, from one hand, you say these people. The reason why we're giving them favor or we're being more lenient on them is because they really can't control themselves. Well, then can you really, you know, judge somebody who is dealing it because to 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 to, to do his his habit his habit? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of touchy because. I don't know why they would want to go after the people who... I mean, who even initiated that? Like, how do they even know who's who? How do they even know who to go after? They're trying. They're hunting it down. They're figuring out anybody associated. And it wasn't like it was It was um, sleeping pills, though, right? It wasn't like he was doing hard hard drugs that caused him to pass away. I'm pretty sure it was from a overdose of... It was definitely pills. I think it was pain pills, maybe, but... Yeah. Um, but it's, it's... Like, to your point, L, you know... it. It's an epidemic in the white culture now, so they're trying to be more strict on it. I just think it's it's interesting how the the way we view addicts and the way we view them the drug, now. Some of the drug dealers are addicts as well. Versus how we dealt them when it was a black thing is so different. Right. Well, of course, you know why that is, though, because out of sight, out of mind, and you know when the crack epidemic was happening, they didn't they didn't care. It was just it was a way a war on drugs. It was a way to get. Black people locked up, yeah, quickly in jail. Even where it was just weed, you know, this is it was in our communities. But the the drug addicts, I mean, the the sellers, yeah, was supplying the black people, right? So now this is in their own community, and this actually is is it's kind of plays on our part of our topic is the the opioids that's being delivered to people. There's a racist bias in it. Mm-hmm. They don't give black people those same drugs as easy as they give it to white people. Right. The opioids is yeah. primarily Caucasians. Exactly. Because we don't have, they, they discriminate against, against, us. against us. And so that's why it's so prevalent in their own communities right now. Yeah. Here in Florida, it's the worst. Like we have so many pill mills. 
But they had to bust yeah. down here. We in had Florida. the most. I went to actually um, a conference, like not a conference, but like a lecture that one of the sheriffs was giving in Seminole County. And Central Florida had the most pill mills in the U.S. Oh, yeah, it was bad. At one point, the most by by a like a by a large degree. I went on a date with when I first moved here. I went on a date with uh, this young lady. She came over to the. Well, actually, I won't even call it the date. One of my friends trying to hook me up with, her, with some of her like, friends, her so friends. we could be friends. <laughs> so, she, um. so we came over. The girl came over. We're all hanging out. They went and did their thing in the bedroom. We're on the, in the living room watching TV, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there. I'm sitting there talking to her, and right in mid sentence, she falls asleep. Like you can wow. see her, you can see her eyes getting clo- slower and slower. No, she was just so drugged no, up, drugged up. so it. drugged up, and she would come back to. Like nothing even happened. Just keep talking. Uh, I'm like scary. I'm like this is not happening. Like this yeah, is done. I'm was, done with that this. That reminds me of that one video. The, uh, the two cashiers was they're like old hippie looking guy, uh, yeah. and they were trying to ring somebody up. And they kept falling asleep and they was high. <laughs> right. <laughs> was yeah, so, well, I, I don't know if they're gonna go after. Him. I I don't really. I think that's kind of fucked up personally, but I did see that he was in the news for his real his um. His estate as well. Yeah. Um. They trying to figure out. I think he left like a lot of money mm. to like different organizations and whatnot as well. So before we get to the main stuff, we're gonna find out what Tony been going. Into. Yeah. What's what you been up to, Tony? I've been writing. But you kind of disappeared on us. So Sip was like, I've "Where, been, where I've Tony?" Been, I've been working a lot. I've been focusing on my uh, my kids more and just uh, trying to get these stories out. And right, I saw that you're directing something new. Yeah, um, well, I, y'all, I think y'all knew this, but I we wrote a movie called Nail Shop. I had a ride in Atlanta. I remember that. Right. I'll come up with Nail Shop. So we're trying to find ways to get that produced, uh, with finance, so we get it produced. But I decided uh, to do the same thing I did with Saul Juke Joint, because the movie was written for that first. I said, mm. you know what? Let's put it on stage. Yeah. Mm. So um, kind of retwisting the story a little bit. I don't want it to be the same as the movie, because I don't want people to come to the play and say, well, I saw that. And so it's, it's a little different, but the same characters. And it's, it's a comedy drama, uh, and that's kind of the things that I like doing is a comedy drama type show. So. Yeah. Who wrote, it, who wrote the, the nail, um, nail, nail shop? Nail shop. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a story idea is mine. Okay. Um, well, who wrote it is Carla DuPont. Mm. So she's, she wrote mm. the movie version and I wrote the uh, play version. Gotcha. Right. Nice. That's what's up. What else is going on in your life, man? Just children, man. How old so, you just turn? You had a birthday. We talked about briefly. Hey, okay, okay. I'm, I'm Jackie Robinson old. Oh, if you he know his number. <laughs> what was his number? Yeah, I remember Jackie 42? Yep. Hey, <laughs> that's what's up. I'm 42, man. And uh, You know, I had no clue. I had to brace it. <laughs> I just saw the movie for the first time. Like, uh, Which movie? Ago. Jackie Robinson? Yeah, Who's, cool. Who plays it? Who that plays it? I can't hey, remember his um, name. The Wakanda dude. Uh, oh, I still haven't seen it. He looks weird in it. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's, movie, though. Yeah, it's, it's real good. He's a real good actor, too. And uh, just I, one of my friends again. This boy is so busy. He's in the movie. He plays like one of the agents that's driving him around and everything. Oh, dope. Mm-hmm. Andre Holland. So uh, I'm like, you ain't tell nobody you need movies, dude. But <laughs> like, hello, me right. girl. I see you. He like, listen, I'm gonna tell you, you gonna just just watch. Right. He, he has a another movie he's in, he stars in on Netflix called High Flying Bird. You check that out. He plays a sport. High movie. Flying Bird. And that movie was shot on the iPhone 8. Wow. That's pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah. These phones are super talented. Uh, Speaking of phones, talk about nice. Oh, man. It all has it, too. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, and I both have the Note, Note 11. Bougie, Note 10, man. right? What is it? Note 10 we have? Yeah, Note 10. Note 10 plus Note 5G. 10 plus. Yeah, so that's what's up. Let well, me just pull my little case, man. Look at that. My little case. Flat out. I ain't doing all that. She got the bling bling case. Y'all feeling it? One. I know. It's cute. Well, we're glad to have you back for this episode, man. Yes, sir. All right. All right, guys. Well, I think that kind of leads its way into our sip of the day. Tony, have you heard this main sip? Are you ready for this? Hey, TJ, you know what time it is. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Hey, sippers, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. Hey, it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Tea ready. Drink ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Tea ready. Drink ready. Ah, time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. 
That's good, right, Tony? Yeah, I've been listening to it. Tony. <laughs> Why are you hating, what? L? Why are you Tony, hating? Tony, do, do not enable this this <laughs> fool, <laughs> okay? That is pure garbage. Wow. No, it's not. No, it it's is not. pure garbage. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be funny. Trash deluxe. It's supposed to be really funny, but also talented good. It's you not. Know, it's you so, know how many people actually like it, though? I think, to me, You're it's like... You're the only one that don't like it's it. It's like Baby Boy. Like, I low-key mm-hmm. kind of like it, mm-hmm. but, like, you only like Baby Boy because it's so bad. It's so, yo, so bad that it's good. So, like, so you saying want me, you want to take it away? No, I kind of oh, like oh, it oh, now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's because it's so bad that it's good now. <laughs> All right, our main tip of the day is we are going back to that throwback of navigating racial blindness. This was actually episode number two, Sippers of Altino Shade, when we first started. I actually went with back and listened to it. Yeah, with the snowball. <laughs> I went back and listened to it uh, yesterday, and I was just like, man, you can just hear the growth. Right. Uh, in right. general, uh, of us when we first started, you can tell how nervous we were and how right. we could kind of. It was just I was like, damn, we so, name was so lame. Oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah and so actually, when we did this episode, Tony, you were actually prepping for uh, Saul's Juke Joint, right? Yeah, uh, when we did this type of topic. So this is separate. So we, yeah, we're doing a recap, not a recap, but a revisit. All right. Well, I don't know if you guys have seen this video, but we'll listen to this. I did. I knew you were gonna play that. <laughs> Wow. Mm. this. Wow. Right. So that's real life. Like real life, man. Real life. Real life situation that happened a in a grocery store in California. This woman was a working, I think um she did something in Hollywood, like sets, something set wise. Costume. She does costumes. costume design. Yeah. And she obviously got fired. But I'm like, the fact that she felt so comfortable. Oh, so comfortable. Also, the fact that everybody right. just stood there. Because there was a lot of people and just, like, watched her. And I was just like. And not say anything at all. It was this. And she's saying this. Like, the person who's actually recording is a black woman. Right. And she, she's screaming this to this woman. And I'm like. It's 2019. That's still here. 2019. You know, and so, and, you know, the sad thing is, is I don't even get bothered by it that anymore like because i mean i think it would be different if i was in person yeah like i would react differently but when i see people calling us niggers or trying to get under our skin i know that they are at the low at a low point and they're just trying to get under my skin yeah they're trying to i'm gonna take whatever i can get i actually kind of you know when i look at people like that like a woman who goes off like that i actually might prefer her I prefer her being open and honest and being crazy, but at least you know what you're dealing with. To me, the scarier thing, like I always remember, I had this argument with my roommate's girlfriend in college. She was a white girl dating a black woman. And so she felt that she knew everything. She was so progressive. And she wanted to, like, we literally got into a shouting match over the fact that that racism was still real. And I was like, racism is clearly still real. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, it's just imaginary for you now. Like, people aren't racist anymore. And I'm like, you know, the Trump, the whole, the the Trump era is what I like to call it, has made it so that those people are now they realize like it's it's not as bad anymore to come out as being right. complete racist and showing your discrimination bias and in certain circles you get credit for it and kudos for it and i feel like now we're seeing more and more of these incidences because people are feeling more comfortable not because they're thinking differently like they've always thought this they just are more comfortable with actually sharing it now which i prefer because it's better to know that the devil you do know versus the devil you don't is 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 the issue it's better to know i agree who you're dealing with what what i kind of laugh at or i have an issue with is that they know what they're saying they know what they're doing they're confident in in that what they're saying but then when they start losing their jobs yeah. they want to go on social media and cry these fake tears and say oh i'm sorry, I'm sorry. i apologize <laughs> i'm like no fuck that right. like keep that same energy yes. that you had like i and i'm 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 a person that believes people can change right right but you don't change in a day. Yeah. You don't change in a in a in a couple months or whatever, right? Yeah. Change like that that's so embedded deep in within you, that takes a while to overcome. 
The fun- so I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel, I do not feel sorry for her at all. The funny thing about it is how, when I first heard about this story, I first heard about it by reading her apology. And so when I read her apology, I was wanting to like give her the favor. Her, she wrote a really excellent apology. Oh, sure she did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, her apology. Exactly. So the first time, the first time I saw it, I was like, I only read her apology and then I had to go look for the video. Yeah. And so when I went and looked for the video, I was really looking for a video where maybe I didn't expect it to be anything i think maybe she slipped up and said nigga to a song or something and like you know like that nah, people are freaking ahead. out and then i saw the video and i was like oh she had a chance so. that is not what i was expecting right. and so yeah no i i, I kind of feel like she has a drug problem low-key having an episode but still that's just how she feels yeah. Absolutely, is how she hey. feels. So, how do you guys feel about navigating like your race, even having these conversations with your coworkers that are not people of color, Tony? Um, it's, uh, I'm going back. I'm going back a little bit. Um, All right, because I, I had a friend who was Mexican who actually thought racism was wasn't real. Not real. <sighs> Until uh, until Trump was in office, because he's like, you still think racism? Because I used to always say, man, watch you back. Be careful what you say around certain people. Right. He's like, no, it's not like that, Tony, no more. Like, I said, you kidding me? And I said, you a Mexican guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you need to be see, careful. Like, you, don't, you don't see what anything goes on. No, but when Trump was running for election, that wall, people was coming out the closet feeling empowered to mm-hmm. say what yeah. they to say. And then he started seeing. He like you was right. He came in like a month later. Like you was right. It, it still does exist. Uh, yeah, they Mexicans have been on, well, under fire. Reason, they feel like because a black guy and black man got elected president, all of a sudden it just washes stopped. away right. all like, racism. It doesn't, it doesn't right. stop. I think if anything, it emboldened these people to be yeah. come out and say what how they really feel. Yeah, I mean, you had teachers being rude to the minority kids. It's coming out. Trump's gonna send you back and all this type. Like stuff. legitimately. Right. Well, I mean, even if you think about these concentration camps. <laughs> Which is what I call them that Trump's had. Where there are still children to this day, how many like years later, who have not been um, reunited with their parents? They don't even know where their parents, where their parents are. are. So what and vice question? versa. We were asking questions. Yeah, what about our own life? What were you saying? Yeah. So to me, it's always interesting having these conversations with like your white or you know non-brown co-workers mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. because at some level it's, there are things happening today especially trump like trump right. is happening today <laughs> right so you want to talk about it but there's no way really to talk about trump without talking about race so how do you guys have these how, do you have these conversations with your co-workers or not um i personally do not believe in having those kind of conversations with my co-workers because honestly i am not befriending that many people at work i have a very strong line of right. establishing friendships with co-workers yeah and so if i have do if i do have the conversation with people those are the people who i associate with outside of work mm-hmm. and i can have the conversation yeah so in the past at my other job i have had a conversation with someone who is now a friend mm-hmm. outside of work but in general if it's a random person that i work with no i'm not having that conversation now, if I see them being disrespectful yeah. to someone in my presence, I'm going to have a, a, a say-so about it. My co-workers, it's, it's an uncomfortable feeling when certain topics come up or whatever. Oh. And, like, I'm just going to say a break room. Like, everybody just gets silent about it. Like, mm-hmm. nobody really wants to talk about it. But sometimes I would get vocal, depending on what the situation is, and then mm-hmm. and somebody's giving their opinion on it, and they're, they're like, narrow-minded then I will have to say something like yeah. you gotta look at it from both perspectives too. and and it's a it's a touchy it's a yeah. touchy subject and it's it kind of you lose friendship a little bit you, know you can I mean? you, you can you don't wanna, you don't wanna religion with them, and right? politics yeah. are two things that you can for whatever reason people are, are very steadfast and super uh, stay in that lane right. when it comes to their beliefs yeah and so but I think it's easier to have a conversation when white people approach you about it versus you are trying to approach them about it. So someone didn't say, Hey, you know, maybe it was in, like, for example, at my current job, I was having lunch one day with a guy and uh, I didn't know him, older white guy mm-hmm. and uh, got on the topic of his, of his son getting married and the son was marrying an Asian woman. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. You know? Oh no, actually he was, he, he was marrying a black woman. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, for however reason we got on the topic, he was like, you know, he was never raised to um, discriminate against people of color. He said, but if I had to be honest with you, Jay, you know, when my son brought home a black woman, there was a moment where I felt some kind of way about it. Yeah. And he, you know, he said, but now he said, I love that woman like it's my my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it took me some time. Right. But he had to be open to it. But see, that's the thing. That's the fallacy that we tell ourselves. He says he wasn't raised to be racist, but he was. He wasn't raised by his immediate, like, it wasn't, like, in-your-face racism. But he, as a white man... It could be on TV. It could yeah, be based on, like, what we see in the media, based on just the the, the, the traditions that we have, the the things that you, you tell your children, you know what I mean? Like... He's definitely been, we've all been raised in a culture where racism is present. And so you can't say that you haven't been raised in racism. We all have been. Do y'all think racial blindness is better than, say, two years ago? When we did this episode, it was almost two years ago. Um, do y'all think that it's gotten, come more, people have come more aware? So I, I bring that up because I was at the bar mm-hmm. watching football last Sunday. And I'm sitting there minding my business. All of a sudden, I hear this shouting match going on between two white women behind me. And what happened was one white lady had called a black boy, black guy, boy. And Ooh. I guess they had some kind of discrimination. She was like, boy. That's such a trigger word. She was like, boy, get away from me. Go do something. And then the other white woman was like, yo, you do not call a black man boy. <laughs> okay. And, right? Shout out to her friend. Yeah, for no, putting wasn't, her, in wasn't her friend. They weren't friends. Oh. It was like completely two different strangers. Wow. Oh. And they started going in on each other, like about to like about to fight. Wow. And part part of me, I was like, that's what's up. Right. That 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 this white woman mm-hmm. stood up for a black man that she didn't know to let this other white person know, yo, don't say don't that. De- you don't say that shit. Yeah. And I don't know if I would have seen that so openly two years ago in the bar personally i think what do you think tony no i was gonna tell a story go ahead i think it's both ways i think i think it's worse quite frankly but i think it's gotten so bad that now even people like white people are realizing that they have to stand up up, they have to speak up because it's just gotten so bad and so blunt and so obvious that you can't look away now like you can't say you can't fake the funk and say it's not happening right you you're present you know and so i feel like it is forcing white people to realize like if you are not racist and if you do not want to be a participant of something like that, then you need to stand up and say something. A lot of times it's not even us as black people or people of color that get people, white people to change. It's often their own people, people that look like them. It's always their people. Their family, their friends. I think it's like that in our own culture as well. Yes. It's like when someone has is against the LGBT community, a lot of times it's our brothers and our, our, our cousins that, that speak up against, hey, you don't want to, you can't think like that. You got to be a little bit different. Right. So I do think that we do need to continue to have other white people call their white counterparts out on the bullshit that they're saying, the racist stuff that they're doing. Well, what story are you going to tell, Tony? Um, I was at King Corona down in Ebor City. Okay. Avenue, and uh, me and my business partner was sitting there smoking. You so it. ghetto. Your business partner? <laughs> my, me and my business partner. That ain't never changed, and Tony. She's I still know. talking shit. About country me. with a K. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... It was an older couple, a uh, married couple, sitting next to us or whatever. Let me turn this thing off. This thing driving me crazy. But anyway, um, we had a, he invited us to come sit down mm-hmm. with them. And we had the greatest conversation for about an hour. And he was a uh, retired military, um, so from New York or whatever. And he's down here. And, the, and the, you know, he's just telling his lifestyle. He's like, he don't got to the point where he's inviting us to his house to have barbecue and all this type stuff. I love that. Uh, and the Trump, uh, not the Trump, uh, the Kaepernick uh, conversation. Oh, God. Oh. And, and, he, and he went off yeah. about it, um, just how disrespectful it was, whatever. So we were already on opposite sides of that. So I didn't really give an input, but he asked mm-hmm. me about it. So I just said, I'm glad he woke up the country, like mm-hmm. brought awareness to go, and mm-hmm. I left it as that. Yeah. So what I'm saying, like he, we took numbers, we exchanged numbers. He said he's gonna call us and everything until that conversation happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never heard from that man. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Polarizing. Right. But I, I, I hate that. That I. Okay, so this is the thing, right? Bl- navigating 
racial blindness that we probably need to talk about is so we talked about coworkers, but what about your friends? Like, do you ever check your white friends or your friends that have not of color and say like you're being racist or you're like you can't say that or you can't do that? Do you guys do that? I do it jokingly sometimes. They'll say something uh, that can kind of go both ways, but I it, it's because I know them. I would say, hey, you can't yeah. say that, man. But yeah. I won't do it really if. Unless you're like directing it towards towards me. Yeah. What about you? I'll be honest and say that I don't have that many white friends here in Tampa. Back in Virginia, I had a lot of white friends Mm. and I could have a conversation with them. But most of them were very open and honest and never, as far as I can tell, said anything racist. Yeah. Here in Florida, I just don't have enough white friends um, that have done anything like that. Yeah. And so I don't have, I haven't, I have not had to have that conversation with anyone because the white friends I do have, they've all, or at least around me, mm-hmm. been, been respectful, been open up. And now what someone does in their own own home behind closed right. doors, you never know. Never know. You never know. Um, but I'm pretty confident enough to say that if one of my white friends did say something that was racist, I would talk to them about it. Because I would, I would talk to my mom and my sisters about something that. If they said something that was opposite way, you know, right. if they say, you know, I remember a conversation with my mom years ago, back in Virginia, I was dating a white girl and she still happened to be over at my place. And my mom and my sister came over and um, when we was leaving at that time and my mom is no, no longer like this. So I know she listened to the episode, yeah. the podcast, <laughs> she had an issue right. with it. And she right. was like, don't you ever bring right. a white woman home? And I was so taken aback by that because before that moment, I had, my mom had never said anything like that. Right. And so I was like, Mom, so I, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed that you were more worried about the color of someone's skin instead of your son being 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 happy. And so the next day, she actually called me and apologized. And she's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. She said, while I do wish, do hope that you bring uh, a woman of color home, mm-hmm. I don't care who you bring home, as long as they love you and treat you right. Yeah. You know, so... Again, I call my mom out on it, and so I would call my my friends out on stuff too. So that's just kind of how I am. Where are y'all on forgiveness, though? Right? Because all this, when it comes to navigating racial blindness and these things happen, do you do you forgive people? Because think about the Prime Minister of Canada, right, Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Recently, he was in the news because of two old photos. One where he was in brownface mm-hmm. and uh, at a Halloween costume, and another one he was in blackface for a talent mm-hmm. show. On all services, he's been a good guy, and he yeah. apologized for it. Where are you guys on apologies? I'm numb to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm numb to it. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm just numb to it. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. That's, yeah, don't. You don't forgive him, kind of no, like really, I really don't, yeah, because I know you're just doing it because you have to because of mm. your position or whatever you're trying mm. to do. So, I've been numb to it all, to all these crocodile tears type stuff. So. <laughs> it's hard because i do feel like if you're a person that believes in change and growth and if you've grown yourself it's hard to hold someone's feet to the fire for a mistake especially when you feel like there has been a a shake like i i don't regret like people losing their jobs and i don't Mm -hmm. regret them losing million dollar contracts and i don't regret even their faces being like you know thrown in the mud for you know a couple of months but i do feel like at some point you if they've shown or if they've claimed even if it's fake or not that they've changed you got to give them the benefit of the doubt because we've all fallen short and like the thing about social media and think about like the internet is that it has such a long history but if we were all to take snapshots at certain parts in our lives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and had that broadcast we would look crazy yeah. to people and if we didn't get that same grace you know we would be forever held in that box you know what i mean like i love like who's problematic that i love i love chris brown Chris Brown's super freaking problematic, right? Mm -hmm. And so part of me has to just be like, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to like embrace his music. I no longer listen to Chris Brown, but I like, like if 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 I'm somewhere and they play his music, I have a little jam session in my heart. You know what I mean? And I've got to let let some point let it go. Now, how much I support I have of that person in the future, that might not change. But I gotta at least hope that what they're saying is true because if you look at like Malcolm X he wasn't always that militant he wasn't always about the people right even Maya Angelou she was a prostitute at one point you know what I mean like snapshots of people in the past 
like the beautiful thing about the human experience is that we have the ability to grow and to evolve. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's all about you can't just you can't just apologize, right? It has to have you have to have actions that base that go behind your apology. Mm-hmm. And so I do think people should be allowed to apologize and change. I just think that people should, in the case of Justin Trudeau, like why didn't he apologize? He knew that was out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Has he not in the past? You know what? I've done things in the past that I'm not proud of. Like I can openly admit now that at one point in my life, I did not care for the LGBT community lifestyle when yeah. I was in my early 20s. But that's how I was raised. That's how right, I was right. taught. Yeah. Now, I didn't say anything... Um, I didn't think I said, said anything that would be uh, negative. I just had my own personal beliefs about it. But I grew. I've changed. I've apologized for how right. I was. Mm-hmm. But to a certain extent, like you, Tony, I got you can save the crocodile tears if you're within a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Like I need to see what you're doing right. long term for me to be able to, to truly forgive you and believe that you've changed. Because at the end of the day, like El, like El said, we all change. We all grow. Right. And I would not want someone to hold something against me like Kevin Hart. I was just about to Kevin say Kevin Hart, right. you know, he apologized for something he said a long time ago and right. he was still being held accountable for it. Like, we have to be able to give people the opportunity to say, damn, I fucked up. Yeah. You know what? You know, this is what I'm going to do going forward. And I guess I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the of the council culture that's kind of out there that exists in right now. Yeah. Personally. The last time we were doing the show, we were talking, one thing that was really big was the, talking about and nigger. So when your friends say nigger, y'all don't you don't approach it. Like, well, no, that's your friend. Anyone, cause think about it, Puerto Ricans, yeah, they say uh, that. Yeah, Dominicans, everyone says nigger now. Right. N i g g a. Personally, like when I get my when I go get my beard done, and they're in there talking, they're not saying nigger in a negative way. Right. They're just like, oh, that nigga tripping. They call the, they, they, they call themselves like, niggas. Yeah. yeah. I've stopped that a couple times. I think, matter of fact. The show I told a story on, like it was, I was in a crowd with uh, a friend's house, a party, a mixed crowd, mm. and the white guys was using it free as yeah. regular talking. But I'm looking at them like, dude, y'all gotta stop. Like it, don't, yeah. it ain't coming out right. It don't feel right. You guys saying that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my thing is, if you're my friend, I'll tell you. I will say something. If you're not my friend, then you might just catch the L from the saying it wrong, the wrong person, right? Because that's the that's the fear for me. Is like if I consider you my friend and you're out here, you you know you might be Latina, you grew up in Brooklyn, so you've been around a bunch of Negroes your whole life, and so you feel like you're part of the culture, so you can say the word niggas. And it'd be sweet, like, you no, know, because you're going to say it wrong the wrong person. And I'm always concerned that you just going to get molly right? <laughs> like, that is my my major concern. Yeah. So if you're my homie, I'm going to say something to you. Like, it is awkward, though. Like, it is yeah, literally the most it. awkward thing. Because some, at some level, you're checking your friend. Mm-hmm. Like, so it is awkward. It's like, hey, you my girl. <laughs> But you can't say that. Like, you can't say that. And I'm telling you as a person of color, I'm telling you as a black person that that word is not you. And like, and for Spanish people, I understand it because their family, like, they might have an aunt that is, you know, I mean, black. Technically, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans are black anyway. But, Afri- but they're so, yeah. they're so they don't mixed. Like to, they like to claim it, though. They don't want to claim it. No, not right. Yeah, but but m- many of them don't look it. Yeah. They can fall they can easily fall under Italian. They can easily fall under, you know, being Greek, right? So if you are not I say if you don't look on the face of it as black, you shouldn't say it. Just out of caution. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. With, with Puerto Ricans and especially in the barbershop. I mean they we we all talk talk the same, we get our yeah. beers done the same. Yeah. It's like for me when they talking about Yo, that nigga did this. Like, he's not talking about a black dude. He's talking about talking about his another Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? So, for me, I I started to give a lot of leeway on that personally um, for people of color. Um, But I I probably would not give that same leeway for an Indian. Yeah, it's like it's so weird because like Indians are closer to. To black than 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 Hispanic, like Puerto Ricans, like they are literally brown skinned. I'm trying to stop using the word. A, a lot, yeah, but I don't say I, it that much. When I with my like my homeboys, I end up saying it. Yeah, 
But uh, I, I just happened at work. I mean, I'm talking to a real redneck. Uh, oh, my God, no. And we, like, we having so much fun talking about uh, fancy football and stuff. And he told me about a trade he had. And it came up. I said, nigga. Just no. <laughs> and I caught myself because he looked like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, don't mind me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. It's always that right. that interesting because right. it's like, it's so cultural now. I said that to some guys too. I'm like, girl, and then I'd be looking at them like, you like, know, I know you're yeah. not a girl. I'm just like the tea was so good that I just <laughs> reverted back to to homegirl talk. Here's my last thing on racial um, blindness. Like news outlets are quick to describe white criminals as a mental health issue or polite or comes from a good home. Yeah, but do not do the same for black men or black women. Is that racial blindness? Yeah, right. I think it's it's right? all media spin, right? It's and I don't. It, the problem is there's so much of it that I don't even think they understand that they're doing it, right? Like that they're consciously doing it. I think sometimes when you see somebody that looks like you, you're automatically looking for what sets them apart from you as yeah. to why they did this, right? So if you're white and you see a white serial killer, right, and you're a white male, you wanna you wanna find what makes him different than you, mm. right? And so you automatically just do more versus yeah. if you see like a mass murder that happens with a black man, he doesn't look like you. You don't really know him. And so I think you might stop. Boom. Right there. Black man, crazy on crack, mass murder. Right. Like because they look like you, you tend to do more yeah. of the investigation to show that you they are not you, that that's not me. You know what I mean? And so I think that's part of the racial blindness that they don't even realize that they're necessary. Not to say that they don't realize because I think some do, but some who are just really don't know that they're doing it, they do it subconsciously. Yeah, I think you definitely, news outlets definitely need to do a better job at uh, describing people the same way. If you're gonna, for example, go to back to Chris Brown, like when Chris Brown was coming to Tampa, CL Tampa had this article in, in the news, it was like, domestic abuse abuser Chris Brown wow. is coming to Tampa blah 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 I'm like the man the man apologized he did his thing I'm not I'm not uh, approving condoning, what he did I'm not yeah. condoning it but you don't describe um, the, a right. white counterpart the same way right. yeah. like let's do the same headline for other people who have done some some of the similar stuff right like understand the the blind the racial blindness you have when you when you view a black man versus how you view a white man, you know. So Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, it, absolutely, so absolutely. Get, a different title. Yeah. Antonio Brown gets those allegations on his name over his name. And he and nothing been proven. Right. Like Big Ben, he had us. Didn't he have a settlement? Yeah. He, yeah. He settled. He settled. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And so no one calls Big Ben a rapist. Yeah, even you know? it's 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 insane. It's just insane the spinoff and the way that things that they look at people. And I wish that there was like a fair way to do it, but I just don't know how. Like maybe they should regulate it, but I feel like overregulation messes things up too. People always find loopholes, yeah. anyways. You know what I mean? It comes back to training and having the proper uh, people in place. I think last time, episode two, we talked about having a, a team, a, a diversity team. Yeah. To help people uh, screen things to say, hey, well, why is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times, you know, for example, like h and in the news again recently because they had a, they had a, a, a model. That little girl. Little okay. Girl Can we hair. talk about that for but, a second? But the, her, her hair was in her natural state. And I don't I didn't have an issue with it, but so many other people did. And the thing is. Can you give the sippers what, what happened? So in H&M, they had uh, an ad. ad spot um, where they had all these kids in, in photos, and they all had different clothes on and different styles. And But the black, the young black girl uh, had like a side profile shot, and her hair was in a little, little short ponytail. And it was kind of it was, kinda it, was uncomp- it was uncamped. It was beady, so they smoothed down her edges. So people were saying, you right. know, why are you letting her look like that? And Or she didn't have her, you know, it's not good hair. But someone made a point, like, just because it's not done to me, it's not good hair. But my, I guess my issue is... Like her parents didn't have an issue with it. Her her family didn't have an issue with it. I'm sure her parents are probably there, right? And so, is H and M responsible for making sure her her hair was in a better way? I actually don't think that that was H and M. I think that's the parents. Absolutely. I, not even the parents. I think it's the people who see a problem with it, like their racial blindness yeah. coming to play. Yeah. yeah because yeah. a little black like it, there's a real thing about like hair 
like discrimination, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, unless you have a certain texture, a certain curly texture, it's not considered good hair. The girl had, it was her natural yeah, hair. Right. Yeah. Now, it, is she, was she one of the ones, where is she, is she from Sweden? I'm not sure, I'm not sure where, where no. it was exactly. Sometimes that plays a part too, because yeah. they're not like on the same hair culture. As but no, true. but That's all true. the other, so the whole campaign, this is what they, like people keep forgetting. The whole campaign, all the kids looked messy. That was the whole yeah. thing. It was supposed yeah. to be like the whole idea was this was the kids coming back from playground. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know if you've seen recently on Instagram, but like all the kids are going back to the first day of school. And what's been trending is I sent them like this. They came back right like home, that. Yeah. Like, so they have all these pictures of like these cute kids leaving on their first day of school looking so pretty and then coming back looking a hot mess because right. kids go and have fun and play. And so all the kids hair, white and black, looked crazy. And okay. I feel like people their their focus on the black girl is actually showing that their their dissatisfaction or their dislike yeah. for that black girl's natural hair because I think if she had curly hair it wouldn't have, it'd be a non-issue and I think black people can be a little insensitive a little too sensitive sometimes about certain topics overwhelmed yeah. All right. Overwoke. That's a real thing. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and switch over to my like least favorite. It's your most favorite. Your most favorite. Tony, Segment. you know about to go down. Tony, you about to go down. In the world, it's called. That sounds familiar. familiar. So sippers. You know age, you gotta find a. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Don't worry grass. about that. I found very middle of the road stuff for both of you. Right. But you know if I you know if I cater to you. I ain't gonna hear. Yeah, I'm gonna hear from I over know. here. And if I cater to her, I'm gonna damn hear from sure. So, Sippers, <laughs> we have five songs that we are going to play. You need to try to guess these songs before Tony and L, and they need to guess it before each other. Uh, you can find these songs on the All T No Shade Spotify playlist. We do not own these songs. We do not have any rights to these songs. We just love them. I mean, I love them. I don't know if L loves them, but I love them. Tony <laughs> no. You still a stone loser? Oh I am. My God, I'm bro. so bad. Bro, it has not gotten better at all after Shut two years. up. Yeah, just shut up. <laughs> shut down after this show. I was like so annoyed, bro. <laughs> I hate it so much. All right. So this first song came out in 2016. We're going to see. And, and we got Emmett and Shay in the background. So I'm gonna play, they should be able to hate these songs, too. So I want to see if y'all can nod your head if you know it. Don't say it out loud, though. All right. Here we go. Kanye West. No. Listen to the voice when he starts singing. Chris Brown. Turn the lights down low. Hmm. Come join me this evening. Yes. I know what you want. Wait. Hey, I'ma lay it down now. It sounds so familiar. There it is. Ah, it is. A Negro. Yes. I should have known. He be jamming, man. So this is uh, I Want You by Anthony Hamilton. Came out in 2016. I gotta add that to the playlist. That's good, right? Oh, Jesus. Hey. Telling you, man. Anthony be jamming, man. I saw him in concert twice. And he just yeah, you rock it, right? He rock it, yeah. man. He rocking. All right, Tony got one. Oh, shut your mouth. All right, L. This one is a. I'll give y'all a little hint. This is a, someone up north. Cameron. No. Fabulous. Nope. We can know the name of the author. What are it? Truth. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you got an extra mic. I don't know if I've heard Beanie Siegel in so long. Yeah, he's. I don't think he raps anymore. I used to love Beanie yeah, though, I man. Too. I used to love Beanie. <laughs> you were close. It was the truth, but he he just said Beanie right before you said it though. I don't like you. I love you too. You can take your ass back. Nope. Where you came from? All right. So this <laughs> one, this one, y'all need to be really, really quick on, like really. Quick. I'm annoyed with you. Stop looking at me, Jay. <laughs> Ready? Yes. How you not know that, L? Oh, my God. I tried to do a dance for this in middle school for our talent show, 
And the day before we did dress rehearsals, and they saw, they heard the song, and they were like, absolutely not. So we had to change, like within less than 24 hours, the song we did it to. I don't know who the hell I thought I was. I was going to go to I middle to school to on a talent show. Like, he, like, he left the men so confused, but oh the men like that song. Yeah. I know, right? Because, yeah. like, Cisco really felt like he yeah. was, you know, shooting for the guys. Was you know? he, though? Did he ever come out and say he was gay? No, he's never come out. Maybe he's not gay. Maybe, maybe he's maybe he's not. He, but he had very confusing, because it was like... Yeah, very confusing. Very confusing. He's still jamming. Now we got to get to him. Loser. Damn, man. You let Tony come back here after two Um, years. Why are you looking at me? Stop looking because at me. This is you. the part that annoys me. You. So this is the part that y'all don't see. We're going to start doing... Ugh, get away from me. When I'm losing, and that sounds familiar, Jay starts fucking looking at me the whole time and staring at me in disapproval. Like He's like, oh, so you just not going to get this song? You just not going to... Play one, play one more just to see the Sippers if they are beaten toe to the knee right now. This one, uh, when did this one come out? This one came out in 2018, actually. You know that right away. Huh? Emmy got it. 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 Emmy Hey, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I was not a Nipsey fan. But I didn't. Yeah. I never listened to his, any of his stuff. Unfortunately, I listened right. to it after he passed away. Everyone said, "Oh, he was a good artist." Blah blah blah. So he didn't go and right. listen to it. That's the same with me. I didn't really. I mean, I knew of him. Um, didn't really listen to any of the albums like that. But when he passed away, um, I like it was straight. And the same thing with XXX with me. I listened to a little bit, a little bit of XXX. I like the X album. I can't do XXX. I give up. It's, com- it's I know who it is, but I'm not saying it. All right. <laughs> that was Kendrick Lamar. Still. Congratulations, Tony. You hey, are the winner of that sound. Whatever. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> what we got next? What's your ish? What's your Ooh, ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? So my ish is actually kind of lame, I think. But well, like always. You know, such a Hater. So much hate right now. Because you lose, don't hate on me. I can't help it. It's in my blood. So my ish is Spotify. So reason I really like Spotify, I can't even remember the last time I actually listened to the radio. It's probably been years. I don't don't. listen to the radio. Yeah, Spotify just helps me not listen to the radio. And the reason I started doing recording, not recording, but listening to Spotify, because the radio always played the same thing over and over and over again. And so um, I like Spotify because like, you can create your own playlist and then share that playlist with other people who are Spotify members as well. And I think that's pretty dope. And then you can download that playlist. And so if you're in an uh, area that has a poor coverage, right, you can play that song or play that playlist as well. And so one of my favorite spots things about Spotify is Discover Weekly. You have, have, you have, have you checked it out? Nope. No. So Discover Weekly is Spotify creates their own playlist for you uh, based off the other playlists or things that you listen to. And so it will say, hey, here's Discover Weekly. Listen listen to this playlist. That Discover Weekly playlist be on point. Yes, it is really good. And so you should definitely check it out if you're not on Spotify. I mean, maybe Tidal and other people have it as well. I don't know. I'm not on those. But Spotify doesn't have it. I think I pay like $10 a month. And uh, the free version of Spotify is just horrible. You can tell the difference between the high quality audio they give you mm-hmm. versus the free version. Yeah. And it's just not, not good at all. So that's my issue this week is uh, Spotify. What's your ish, L? My ish, I have two issues this week. You have two issues? Two oh, issues. issues. You know what? Sorry, I was getting some Right. Idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my very first ish is Survivor. I know I'm super uh, fucking late to like the Survivor. show. But all of it, I mean, all of them are on Hulu. So if you like just need to like, I like to like work and have stuff in the background. Um, 
and I like it to be something that's simple that I don't have to think about, right? I just want it to be playing. Mm-hmm. Survivor is the best. There's no thought happening there, right? They just play a bunch of sports games and they try to lie to each other. That's it. Like, <laughs> it's essentially, and then they have all of the seasons, like all 38 seasons. So you've got lots of material. 38 to, seasons? It's something ridiculous oh like that. I've seen there's a hometown contestant on there right now. No, there's what? There's a hometown um, contestant on Is there. it? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm not, and then Never I don't. I haven't gotten to the current one. I started okay. on season twenty. I'm just gonna work my way up. That's, I mean, that, that's that many seasons. seasons. That's crazy. Reality shows. Yes, <laughs> season twenty. So I would never watch any all those. That's crazy. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. It's so good. All right, and then my second one is it's a repeat. The Good Doctor is back. The Good Doctor. First of all, when I say it like that, I when I realized it was back on, I literally shouted with joy. Like I legitimately shouted oh, with that's joy. Kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The autistic yeah, right. guy. I love him. I freaking love him. And the first episode was just as good. Like you know when they come, like when they pause, you're always worried that the the new season won't yeah. track like the 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 prior season. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want it to do what Orange is the New Black, and then it sucks. Yeah. You know, season two. Just, just as good, just as good. Wow. So, super stoked. Mm. The Good Doctor's back on. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it, but be prepared to binge because it's amazing. And I can't get into the hospital um, dramas. Drama. I used to really get into Grey's Anatomy. That was my shit for the longest time. They lost me after like, like season eight. Yeah, they. They died. I love House. Yeah. House was good. So what's your ish this week? I'm Tony. playing with it. I know. Playing, what is it? What exactly is it? It's a Japanese a Zion Crane gimbal. Okay. So, um, for those that know, I am into like videography world. So yeah, I yeah. get this gimbal. 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 Uh, You've been drinking? To keep my camera stabilized so I can run around and do all this stuff now. And this is my first time really playing with it on this mm. show. So I got to get familiar with it and find out how to work the Bluetooth. So I can be zooming in. We're going to have to get you and Emmett on a team and start yeah, doing man, our man, listen, videos. That dude, there is like, it should be winning like I know, Pierre man. paintings, you know what I mean? I uh, know. What's the name? Picasso? Picasso? Emmett, why did you tell? <laughs> I'll come to you in a second. Never mind. So, so you're the first time really using it? It's my first time using it. So it was... Uh, very frustrating at first when I was trying to get the camera on. So that, yeah, I would feel like it would be a hard way to focus, like because it's like I have follow focus on my Sony sixty five hundred. Oh well, excuse <laughs> the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm, go ahead then. Yeah. With your bad self. You know my uh, our Note tens have stabilizers in our videos right. now. So we, we, we these phones I get. Is there a phone component where you can switch out for your phone, like an no, adapter? No, um, this one does not have the. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have like some type of adapter that I pocket. You can probably buy on Amazon, yeah. So uh, it just you have to like if I change out this lens, I'm gonna have to rebalance it a little bit. Then. Is that more so for live like action shots, like people moving sideways or walking or? Yeah, like you see the people in the movies. Let's say there's a chase scene or something. Yeah, one of the camera guys might have one of these. Gotcha. But, but you know, back in the day, they had the big ones they had to wear, and they're mm. running with it. But now everything's you know technology is getting so better now. So yeah, it's fun. But this is uh, this gonna be my baby. So it looks cool. Well. It looks cool. I don't have a camera like that, so I can't use. You it. got your phone. Weddings and stuff with this thing. All right, it looks really intense. Please don't get into porno. Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> First of all, I'm mad that you just jumped into like the shaft music. Like, right. what was that? Who are you? That's Fred Sanford. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to our final sip. I have one, but it has to be last. All right, so my final sip is what are your thoughts on this impeachment inquiry that's happening? Please, Jesus, be an impeachment. Is that really going to remove him from the seat or just it, right not now, allow him to uh, re- rerun for 2020? Well, no, it's an inquiry. So if that they find if they find that there's enough evidence, then they're going to actually impeach him, and that will kick him out of office. Out of the White House. Mm-hmm. Well, here this is what happens though. It's it's two as we know. There's two governing bodies. You right. have the House and you have the Senate. Right. So the Democrats have control of the House. Right. And so they are doing an impeachment inquiry and they probably will get it passed. Yes. And so they will probably impeach him through mm. the House. Right. Right. They don't need any votes from the Republicans. But what happens is from there, it goes into the Senate. Yes. And, he and the Senate has to then approve the entire impeachment. Right. The Democrats only have 47 seats in the, in the Senate and the Republicans have like 57. You need like 68 
to votes to, yeah. to to pass. Yeah, he's been pissing off a lot of his own people. That's the that's thing. The that's the only thing. thing. That's the thing. It has never happened in the history of the United States that a president has been impeached. Even with Bill Clinton, he didn't yeah, get he impeached. Didn't get he impeached. got impeached through the House. Right. He the Senate got, didn't approve it. Right. And then with what was the guy who had the scandal? Um, uh, the guy Watergate. What's his name? Nixon. Nixon. Um, he didn't. He they voted to impeach him, but he resigned before they before could impeach he him, could. So it never happened. So. Trump has pissed off a lot of people. So yeah. the Democrats would need to flip like 20-some Republicans, which is not out of the realm of not possibility possible. based on what he's been Just doing. Just based on so. how much Trump's been literally pissing on his own people. Right. But he would not be able to, re- to run again, though. Yeah, he would be gone. Yeah. He's like It's like being fired from work. So I don't, think, but I don't think that he will be impeached. No, I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think so. I, don't think I think he will be impeached. I think the House will pass the impeachment yes, but like proceedings, but I don't think he'll actually be impeached and like he'll get kicked out of office. Yeah, I think if anything, it's the order. You know how many people is going to celebrate this country, dude? If we get the world. Let me tell you. It's be like New Year's Eve, bro. We didn't believe he'd get elected, so we don't believe he'll get impeached. Maybe Maybe he'll defy those odds too, right? Oh Never know. So we'll see you. So to the need, do you have a final sip? Do you have any auditions coming up for Nail Shop? I do. Uh, Nail Shop will be taking auditions in early December. And we're actually, I'll be making those casting calls and we're going to actually start. Where can they find the information for that? Uh, right now, I'm having every, I'm, I'm kind of low key doing it. Okay. I'm kind of like semi-targeting certain actors that. That I want to come audition. Okay. Um, so. I told Tony that I was like, I was like, I know the director, so I need to get a spot. He was like, Who the director? This Negro. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> <But>, you. <laughs> but uh, so way you can uh, if you if you're interested in auditioning, I will have people email me at cityboons813 at gmail.com. I will not be on there, guys. Come on, man. So I feel like I, I, have, I haven't mostly women. So I haven't acted in so long. Writer. Because now I'm trying to think like a woman and, you know, right out. You, right you know, that's not possible. Stuff. Women right. can't. Women can't. Think. Anyway. Rude. All right. <laughs> is it my turn for the final sip? Yes. Oh, All right. Your turn. The final sip for our last episode of season two, year of 2019. <sighs> it's like, it's funny because we, we should pick a next year to, to restart our season, like in January. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I, I, maybe. It, it's like a little weird, but um, we are officially doing a live show. Oh, we are we January twenty second. It is time for the second one, man. It's been yes, a long time coming. It's going to be at the Rialto Theaters, and so keep us uh, keep you. If you're not on our social media, our Instagram is Altino Shade Podcast on Facebook. We have a page called Altino Shade, and we also have a group called Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. Add yourself, share a like. We are going to start updating about the new live show coming up, and though we're really excited. Like, the Rialto Theater yeah, is it's, dope. It's, nice. it's so nice. January 22nd, right? It will mm-hmm. be January 22nd. January 22nd, new live show, and some of your faves is coming back. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday night. Come out on Wednesday night. Come out. Nice. So yeah. wind down Wednesdays. You're going to skip it this one time skip for it, us. Come out to the live show. Um, we're we'll going to get sip some tea. Right. We're going to sip some tea, but the tea might be, you know, a little flavor. Yeah. A little flavor. We're excited with about something, that something. for sure. So we definitely, please come out. We've had, we've had a lot of requests for yes, the next show. For this next show, yes. And uh, we're just going to take it from there. We're coming back with some bigger and better things for right. you guys. And. Um, we just like we said last week we just kind of need yeah. to do a little break right now yeah to- part of our break is to get prepped and ready for this live show so we're excited we're gonna stock up on liquor put it on your calendar and we will ge- keep you guys posted told the knee you gonna join us yes of course yeah, you gotta hell join to us. the yeah, yes hey his gimbal alright if there's nothing else I'm gonna go ahead and call Sippers. this tip session see you soon done Holla. blessings Tony nice to have you Thank you, man. It was fun again to see you guys. It's good seeing you. Later.